It is now nine minutes after four o'clock. We continue our broadcast here live from the World Science Forum at the Cape Town International Convention Center. Stakeholders in the science field from companies to universities and government departments are gathering here to discuss how science can be used as a vehicle for social justice. South Africa was selected by UNESCO to host the event for the first time this year. We are now joined by the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Innovation, Dr. Bladen Zimande. Dr. Zimande, thank you so much for making time time for us. Quite exciting to be here and earlier on I was speaking to one of uh, the representatives from the department and also speaking about this event happening for the first time on the continent, the first African country to actually host this. What does that mean for you? It's very important. Uh, thank you very much Aldrin for inviting me and also for being here as the public broadcaster. Uh, that is very important in terms of partnership. Firstly, personally for me, it's the first time I'm hosting an event of this magnitude. It's huge. Just as a person, even as a minister. It is huge because it's one of the premier global science events. So it's very important for that reason. Secondly, we also, when we won the right to host it, we are the ones who suggested this theme of science for social justice. For a number of reasons. Firstly, from our own history, history of, of colonialism, history of apartheid, history of oppression, history of exclusion of the majority of the people in this country. That was the reason why we then say, how can we use science to promote social justice? Because science, by the way, scientific knowledge, can be used to cause conflicts, yep. to wage wars, to reinforce inequality, and so on. So this theme is very important, but also globally at the moment. Humanity is currently faced with huge, huge challenges. The pandemics, mm -hmm. COVID-19 is, is the first, and it's not going to be the last pandemic that we are actually going to face. Climate change, which is, by the way, one of the things that is causing uh, pandemics that we have. Food insecurity is another challenge. In the continent, desertification and drought and scarcity of water. Those are very huge challenges that are facing actually the very survival of humanity. The destruction in our planet that is being caused by climate change, as you see now with the kinds of rains that we are getting, the destruction, the floods and so on. We are saying we need to harness science to make our planet a better place, but first to save the planet itself. So those are the issues then that in order to have a future, we need to use mm -hmm. science to actually advance uh, social justice. So on that question around social justice, and especially in the context of Africa as well as South Africa, one of the things that your department has also faced during COVID-19 was the argument that was advanced by some um, traditional leaders saying that we feel that we are being excluded. Is there provision at least for the indigenous knowledge systems to also respond to this question around um, science for social justice, because we know that we have also been scientists, although that term wasn't really referred to as being scientists. In fact, Aldrian, you are mentioning something important. We're very strong as the Department of Science and Innovation on indigenous knowledge systems. We have even, by the way, we don't claim these things, persuaded UNESCO to incorporate indigenous knowledge systems as one of the key disciplines that needs to be looked into. And we've got permanent uh, ongoing structures of consultations, for instance, with our traditional healers, 
Izangoma and all that because, by the way, a lot of medicines that we use today, even what we call modern medicine that you buy in a pharmacy, are plant-based. Yeah. You know? And if you work closely with your traditional healers, you are likely to discover more and more types of plants, particularly in a country in South Africa. In South Africa, for instance, we are top five in terms of biodiversity, in terms of the, the range of plants that we mm. actually have in our country. So it's very important to work with the people who have got traditional knowledge, because from that traditional knowledge, you can actually be able to generate a lot of knowledge. We do, by the way, the African continent. But the problem, because we don't have resources, investment is made into science by developed countries who make discoveries that they take and patent those in Europe and the United States, and then we get back and it's sold to us as vaccines, yeah. it's sold to us as, 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 chemic, as, as, as medicines that we actually have got to use. So it's very, very important, the issue of indigenous mm. knowledge systems. And then, Minister, the question around beneficiation, which is something that yes. you just touched on a bit slightly there, is we know year in, year out, the African Union has conversations around beneficiation, um, SEDEC, as, SEDEC as well. How is science able to respond to how countries on the continent are able to beneficiate while on the other end as well, we are told that we can't really use our coal, or we need to phase out our coal when we know that under in other, other countries have actually industrialized based on this fossil fuel. Yes, that's a very important issue, Aldrin. We are doing a lot of work on science, largely promotes beneficiation. For instance, the hydrogen economy, which is one of the main themes also that has been discussed and is being discussed uh, at this World Science Forum, is how do we harness the wind and the sun? Two things that we have in abundance in the African continent. And those are the two things, by the way, that are able to generate uh, uh, electricity through electrolyzers that can also be separated into hydrogen and oxygen. And then we use hydrogen to create fuel cells or to create gas out of this, which is being used as energy. That is beneficiation. Mm -hmm. But using not your traditional mineral resources, but using your natural resources yeah. that you have. But also in order, by the way, to, to, to create hydrogen from, from water and wind, you need, uh, you need minerals like platinum. South Africa is the single largest platinum reserves in the world. Yeah. Which means, therefore, now part of uh, using, uh, beneficiating platinum is to use it precisely in order to produce hydrogen. That is what science is about. These are some of the things that we are discussing in this World mm -hmm. Science Forum. You can't have social justice without access to energy for everyone. Yeah. without also having a just energy transition, which doesn't lead to massive loss of jobs. Even with coal, there are experiments that uh, we are doing now as the Department of Science and Innovation through our Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, what we call carbon capture. In other words, from your coal power stations, you know, we are able to capture the carbon dioxide that comes out of that and convert it into green hydrogen. So is there, so does it mean that Minister Mandashi is right that there is something like clean coal? Is that it? 
products. You can generate products out of coal that is being burned. The coal itself is not clean, mm-hmm. but what we are able to do is that out of the carbon emissions out of coal, if you capture that correctly, you can actually be able to then generate green hydrogen or ammonia, which is something that then can be stored. And by capturing, by the way, your carbon emissions, we are able to save the environment, we are able to save the climate, such that we are able to translate them into what becomes essentially clean energy. Yes, those technologies we are playing around with, it's important because we have got about 300 years reserves of Mm -hmm. coal aldrin. We can't just dump that, you know, and say we forget we turn our back against that. But we have to move towards cleaner forms of energy. There also at the same time, we have no choice. That is why the issue of energy here is one of the big issues. Of course, climate change as well. Mm -hmm. And also the effect and impact of climate change on the African continent. Because we generate the least emissions, but we are the worst affected because we don't have capacity to be able to mitigate against the disasters that are caused by climate change. Look at what happened in, in Wazulu Natal last year in terms of the floods and the devastation, mm. which just shows how vulnerable we are. That is why then holding this uh, World Science Forum in the African continent and under the theme of social justice, serves to underline the necessity to also empower and have partnerships with the African continent so that we are able to have a just energy transition and and be able to provide Mm -hmm. cleaner types of energy for the future. When this conference comes to and this forum comes to an end after the four days, what is it that you'd like to see coming out of this? And also, does it touch at all on the work that needs to be done by municipalities because they are the face call, the cold face of, of service delivery. Well, there is a draft declaration. I hope you have seen it. If you haven't seen it, it would be well worth to look at it because it contains a number of things that we actually expect out of this. Firstly, there must be a commitment to use science for purposes of, of social justice. Secondly, the one thing that is running through here is partnership that we need partnerships, for instance, between the universities, government, industry, civil society, communities, and government at all levels, if we are actually going to ensure that we use science to advance the interests of humanity. So at the end of this week, we expect some commitments on that score. And also we are using this, by the way, as South Africa to say, we also need investment Mm -hmm. into the scientific work that we are doing. Yesterday we went to the square kilometer oh, yes, array yes, dishes, yes, 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 yes. you know, and the, some of my guests were going there for the first time. They were stunned about the capacity that South Africa has for science. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, by the way, the president also insists that we need to promote science tourism so that your potential investors can come here as tourists and begin to see what South Africa is capable of. We also hope to be able to attract by holding this World Science Forum and exposing South Africa's scientific capabilities to also get investment, which is very important for growing and developing our economy. 
Minister, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Aldrian. That is Dr. Bladen Zamande, the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Innovation, taking your calls on 086-000-2032. You can also tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our voice note line is 0614-104-107.